Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. You're listening to the Bellarmine Forum audio version of A Little Book for Holy Week, Meditations and Readings from Palm Sunday to Easter, with two visits to the Blessed Sacrament on the Altar of Repose. This book was originally compiled by Father Richard F. Clark, S.J., published in London in 1915. Full version of the text is available on bellarmineforum.org. This is John B. Manos, your show host, and I will be reading each day for you. Wednesday in Holy Week. Meditation. The Charity of the Passion. He loved me and gave himself for me. Number one. The virtue that impresses us the most in the Passion of Christ is the wondrous charity that made it a joy to the Son of God to endure the cross and despise the shame for us sinners. Behold how he loved us. If he loved us with such a love as to make him willing to endure his sacred passion for us, the least we can do is show our gratitude by loving others and showing charity to them for his sake. Number two. But our Lord manifested in his passion a special form of charity which is not possible to human nature without the help of God. He loved his enemies and loved them so dearly that for them he shed the last drop of his precious blood. It is easy to love our friends, but to love our enemies is a hard task. Yet our Lord enjoined it on us when he said, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. Do I carry out this command, or do I nurse petty spite and ill will? Number three, what are the characteristics of the love which our Lord showed to us poor sinners? First, it was a generous love, anxious to sacrifice itself to the utmost for those he loved. Second, it was a disinterested love. What had he to gain from us? Could we give him anything that he had not before? Last, it was an efficacious love which was not satisfied with words, but manifested itself in actions sufficient to move the hardest heart to love him who had so loved us. Spiritual Reading Mary's Grief at Meeting Jesus From the Foot of the Cross by Father Faber There was another grief in this dolor which was new to Our Lady and caused in her in an incomparable degree the acute pain which the sight of sacrilege causes to the saints. She saw him in the hands of others who could touch him and come near him while she was kept far off. How she longed to wipe the blood from his face with her veil, to part his tangled hair, to remove with lightest touch the cruel crown, to lift the cross off his shoulders and see whether her broken heart would not give her superhuman strength to carry it for him. Oh, there were countless ministries in which a mother's hand was needed by that dear victim of our sins. Think of the plenitude of the right she had over him, more than any mother over any son since the world began. He had acknowledged them himself. He had made her assert them openly in the temple. But these men knew no more of the mother of God than poor heretics do. Moreover, 
They who had trampled her son underfoot would have made little scruple of her rights. In the times of Bethlehem in Egypt, it had been her joy to touch him in the performance of her maternal office. Her love had risen so high that it could find no vent except in breathless reverence. And it was the touch of his sacred body which hushed her soul with that thrill of reverence. Saints at the altar have exalted with the blessed sacrament in their hands till they rose up from the predella in the light air and swayed to and fro like a bow in the summer with the palpitations of their ecstasy. How many times must we multiply that joy to reach Mary's? She had only not grudged Joseph the embraces of her child because she loved him with the holiest transports of conjugal affection and best satisfied her love by giving him his turn with Jesus. The novelty had never worn off. The joy had never become thinner from use. The reverence only grew more reverent from custom. The thought of it came back to her now, and the waves of grief beat up against her heart as if they would have washed it away. She had seen the filthy hands of the public executioner grasping his neck and shoulder. She had seen the miry foot of some sinful soldier spurning his bruised flesh. She had seen them brutally knock the wooden cross against his blessed head and drive the spikes of the thorns still further in. St. Catherine of Genoa had to be supported by God lest she should die when he showed her in vision the real malice of a venial sin. What if, with her eyes thus spiritually couched, she had beheld the malice which can trample the blessed sacrament underfoot in the sewers of the street? The love of a whole Christian land will rise with one emotion to make reparation for a sacrilege against the blessed sacrament. They who have been but too indifferent to their own sins will then afflict themselves with fasting and impair their own comforts by abundant alms. It is the instinct of a faith's loyalty and of love which lies in reality, however appearances may be against it, at the bottom of every believing heart. In truth, the feeling of sacrilege is like a bodily pain. It is as if we were being cruelly handled ourselves. Holy people, both religious and seculars, have offered their lives to God in reparation of a sacrilege and have rejoiced in when he deigned to accept the offering. To die for the blessed sacrament, that would be a sweet end, glorious also, but more sweet than glorious because it would so satisfy our love. But the sacrilege that day in the streets of Jerusalem, Mary's woe is simply unimaginable. She would have died a thousand deaths to, to have made reparation. Ah, but dearest mother, thou must live which to thee is worse far than death, and thy life must be thy reparation. All the evils which others find in death thou findest in life, and many more beside. To thee it would be as great a joy, as all the seven dollars altogether were a sorrow, if thou mightest not outlive three o'clock that Friday afternoon. But there is a bar between thee and death, a whole omnipotence, So thou must be contented as thou ever art, and envy the accepted thief, and for our sakes consent to live. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. You have been listening to A Little Book for Holy Week, Meditations and Readings from Palm Sunday to Easter, compiled by Father Richard F. Clark, S.J., originally published in 1915. This edition is published by the Bellarmine Forum in 2021. You may obtain a print copy by searching for a little book for Holy Week on Amazon.com. The Bellarmine Forum was founded in 1965 as a band of lay Catholics banded together to assist people to fight the confusion introduced by the modernists on the wake in the spirit of Vatican II. This little book is a reminder of us to encourage traditional, full practice of our Catholic faith As you heard in the spiritual readings and in the other items uh, throughout this week, our Lord loves us so much. Why anybody would wish to diminish that love is beyond us. Contemplate our Lord in this holy week and come closer to our Lord. The Bellman Forum is supported by podcasts and audio broadcasts like this. They're supported by an anonymous donor that encourages you to say your rosary daily. This podcast is distributed for the greater glory of God and the honor of the Blessed Mother. Amen.